name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. says in today's Gospel of St. Matthew, speaking to the crowds about uh, the necessity of having strong foundation in our life. He says, therefore everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a sensible man who built his house on rock. Rain came down, floods rose, uh, gales blew and hurled themselves against that house, and it did not fall. It was founded on rock. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a stupid man who built his house on sand. Rain came down, floods rose, gales blew and struck that house, and it fell. And what a fall it had. Well, it's an opportunity for us to pray about those two houses. In one of those houses, well, imagine the builder wanted to skimp on materials, expensive materials, you know, economize. And so perhaps he was in a hurry to finish it, and he did not take all the care he should have to build those foundations. So he built it on sand, kind of pretty sketchy, sketchy foundations. And the, whole, and, and the Lord calls this builder stupid, calls him a fool, a joker, a loser, unprepared, immature, unwise, whatever other translation you want. And of course, externally, these two foundations, well, externally, the, the two uh, houses are pretty good. I mean, they look nice, they have good facades, uh, um, they look very nice, but they have very different foundations. One of them was really firmly bedded on rock, but not the other. And, uh, and so with time, weather, floods, uh, all the events of life, uh, the challenges that we have in life can shake us. It's a very uh, evocative image, really, but we have to see somehow how this applies to us, not just the, the house. I mean, the house is an analogy, it's, a, it's an image that we have to now clearly apply to our life. And, of course, we understand that the Lord is saying that we, our life has to be built on Christ himself. He's the rock. And so we have to seek to identify ourselves with his will, his plan. And... Uh, that's what we can ask. You know, is it really true that, that my life is founded on God's will? That in fact, right now, right at this very moment, I am convinced that I am doing God's will. Okay? Maybe you're, not, you're actually doing God's will right now. Maybe you should be doing your, your studying for your exam you know, tomorrow. You know, maybe you should actually not be here right now. It could be. You know, it could be. But what's key is that we have to ask ourselves whether or not uh, 
We pray about our decisions and the way we use our time. And we ask ourselves, well, do you really want me to do this, Lord? The way I use my time, the way you dress, the way you dress. Hmm? What do you work on first? Who you speak to? What shows you watch? Where you go on the internet? How you approach your study? Is it truly with real rectitude? I mean, can you really say that you're, you're building your life on rock? Is your main concern in a decision that you make, that you discern, about maybe it's, it's about how you will appear, how you will look, whether people will like you. I decide to do this. I decide to go on this trip. I decide to go out because I want people to like me. I want to make a good impression. Or maybe the way you dress, you make that decision because you want to, you want to make a good impression that is not maybe the impression that our Lord wants you to make. And maybe, in fact, you will make a good impression. But is that really a solid foundation for your life, to make a good impression? Maybe you'll be popular. It could be, yeah. But will this really last? Will it truly be satisfying? Can you build a life of stability in that house? We should be able to say at any moment, right now, I'm convinced that I'm doing your will, Lord. I'm convinced of that. That, if we could say that, would indeed be a solid foundation. Even if it means we have to suffer rebuke, rejection, misunderstanding. But still, that, those are the waves, those are the winds, those are the, yeah, this, you know, the gales, uh, the tsunamis. It's very important that we consider God's will in our life and that we do it seriously, that we discern it. Because it's like a compass for us, you know. It tells us which way to go, which way is north. And it keeps us properly located on the map of our life. If you're in the open sea and you have no bearings, you don't see any land anywhere, and you're without a compass and you're trying to get home, you have no sextant, no clear idea which way is the port, and you want to get to port, well, you're probably going to end up turning in circles. You know, just a vast ocean around, maybe a few shark fins around you, but they're not telling you anything, you know. But the question is, how do we come to know the will of God? What dispositions must I have to see the will of God and then indeed to embrace it? Well, to look at that compass, the compass that is the will of God, we have to have humility, we have to have uh, docility, we have to have an openness and an awareness of our own sinfulness. Without these dispositions, humility, docility, transparency, simplicity, without that, forget it. It's going to be very difficult to discern God's will. We'll be clouded. Our vision will be clouded and we'll see everything through the lens of our own ego. I decide. I decide what I want to do with my life. I decide. Yeah, that's... that's ego inflation, you know. 
So it does mean we have to be open, humble enough to be open to what people tell us, you know, the instruments that are around us, trusted people. It's, it's beautiful to consider that we, ha we do have trusted people around us. But we also have non-trusty, <laughs> untrustworthy people around us too. But with this image of, of the house, you know, that our Lord speaks about, we should pray to God to have that willingness to say yes to Him. Ask Him to give you the backbone to say yes. Not to go and do your prayer so that God can do your will. You know, God, please do my will. Thank you. I ask you, God, this is my will. Can you please do it quickly? I'll pay extra. Or, you know, we shouldn't go to the prayer just merely asking him to do things that we would like. Perhaps we're too uh, entrenched in our own vision, in our own limited horizons. We need much greater horizons, you know, to be able to forge ahead. Higher vision, I would say. You know, if you're... If you're walking and you've got your head down on the ground, I mean, you're eventually going to bump into a pole or you're going to, you know, walk into the street and hit the traffic, you know. You have to keep your head up. You have to keep your head that That vision of, of God's will, it's not simply something uh, theoretical when you hear the story of the two houses. You say, yeah, well, yeah, duh, you can't build a house on sand. And we just kind of understand the image, but it doesn't necessarily apply to us somehow. We don't see how, we just see it as, as theoretical. So let us ask today, our Blessed Mother, you know, whose feast day it is tomorrow, the Immaculate Conception, this beautiful solemnity, right, to who she was, you know, a vessel that was completely pure so that the Incarnation could take place. Let us ask her to intercede for us now, really, so that we can discern God's will with the help of a spiritual director, somebody who can guide us, a trusted person, eh? hopefully somebody that won't just agree with what we say. Hopefully somebody who will challenge us to be a better version of ourselves. I mean, much better would be somebody who could probe us and ask us questions. Uh, are you really sure that that is the best way for you? If, if we you know, make a proposal of something in our life or decision, maybe we, they could tell us, you should maybe think this through. And if we're told we should think this through, it probably means we're not going around, down the right path. And all this, to do the will of God, is what happens? Well, we become the best version of ourselves. Otherwise, well, we have the danger of becoming couch potatoes, right? This, what Pope Francis has talked about, you know. We confuse happiness with, with the sofa, you know. We think that uh, in order to be happy, all we need is a good sofa. He says, a sofa that makes me feel comfortable, calm, safe. A sofa like one of those you have nowadays with a built-in massage unit to put us to sleep. A sofa, he says, that promises us hours of comfort so we can escape to the world of video games and spend all kinds of time in front of a computer screen. A sofa that keeps us safe from any kind of pain and fear a sofa that allows us to stay at home 
without needing to work at all or worry about anything. Sofa happiness. He says that is probably the most harmful and insidious form of paralysis which can cause the greatest harm to young people. And why does this happen? He says, because little by little, without even realizing, we start to nod off, to grow drowsy and dull. Well, that then we would be like the house built on sand, of course. So let us ask uh, our Blessed Mother to intercede for us. And, and uh, you know, when she sings the Magnificat after visiting her cousin St. Elizabeth, what does she say? She sings with great joy, Quia respectsit humilitate mancile sue, because he, God, has looked upon graciously upon the lowliness of his handmaid. Quia respectsit humilitate mancile sue. He's looked upon the humility of his handmaid. And so we must be convinced that every day the authentic humility that we need is the supernatural basis of. Uh, our life, a supernatural basis that would be like rock, and that way we can really live out in our life God's will. So talk to our Blessed Mother, especially tomorrow with the Immaculate Conception. She will guide you, she will intercede for you, so that you, your life, truly may be built on rock. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.